Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. Great to be with you. It is six minutes past six o'clock. This is Political Coffee. This is a show where my goal is your one-hour talk show host, the morning is to inspire you to help change your world. And you do that by you, not me, but you having persuasive conversations, people in your world that are persuadable. Don't bother with the unpersuadable people. But only think about this show and the reason you listen to it so that you can make your life better. The fallout from the Nashville Christian school shooting by the heartless, demonic, transgender person continues. We'll get into that. We'll talk about that today. We'll also talk about um, how you can help Recount the digital ballot images from the 2020 Polk County, Oregon election. This is the November election, okay, from 2020. Now, why are we, by the way, this is, and thanks to Fred, uh, who is the, the driving force behind us having uh, political coffee clatches. Fred uh, put this up on the uh, the Telegram page for political coffee clatch. This is really important because there's a lot of good stuff there that that you need to know, including Senate Bill 166. Uh, I keep telling you elections matter, and they do truly matter. And Shamia Fagan and the Oregon Senate today are going to vote to restrict Shamia Fagan being Secretary of State. It's her bill, Senate Bill 166. It's her bill to make it impossible for you to do what we're asking you to do that Fred Finster put on the Telegram political coffee page and it's simply help online from your home, from your computer, being able to recount the digital cast vote records, which we got. We got some of them in Oregon before the Secretary of State figured out that this was going to expose the fraud they've engaged in. And that's why they're passing 166, Senate Bill 166 today in the Senate. Now, it'll have to go over to the House, and we'll have our shot at it there. And, boy, we had better step up to the plate, and you'd better step up to the plate. Because Senate Bill 166 is going to make it impossible for you to be able to do this again. So thanks to Fred, you can sign up for Polaris. PolarisRecount.com. I'll have this on the show plan today. This is, this is where you can sign up to not only recount the 2020 Polk County, Oregon 
election votes. I mean, folks, to look at the actual record, okay? Now, I don't have any belief that the county clerk of Polk County is dirty here because she isn't. She, I, I, some of you may remember that we, some of you at uh, my instigation and others, I'm not going to take credit at this, we went to Polk County and Val Unger was the, the county clerk there and we did a recount of a couple of precincts, okay? The, the votes were almost exactly right on, but there were some signature anomalies and so there always are. This is one of the scams and how all of this happens. Polaris will allow you to look at something even deeper and better, and that's called the cast vote record. This is the actual record, time-stamped, date-stamped, when a ballot gets scanned and run through and counted by the untrustworthy, very dangerous electronic tabulation machines, okay? They are usually very different from what the actual cast vote record is different, usually, from what the official count is, what the machine says. Now, this is how they're catching some of the anomalies, the problems with these machines all across the country. So... This is your opportunity to be a part of this. This is your opportunity to stand up and do something. You can go to the Political Coffee Clatch page on Telegram. And you can sign up for this. You can also watch a great video, and I want to thank again Fred for putting this up. It's called The Centralized Aspect of the Election Steal via B-Pro. And it features, among others, features Joe Hoft of the Gateway Pundit. It also features Dr. David Clements from New Mexico. They're the ones that uncovered this additional software system that has all kinds of back-end holes to it that can, where data can be manipulated, in fact, has been manipulated. This is being used in Oregon, this software. Now, Dr. Clements is going to be here this Sunday evening in Salem at the River Church at 6 o'clock. Now, the River Church is holding evangelistic meetings all week, including Sunday night. We are not going to be meeting in the main sanctuary, we're going to be meeting in the chapel room, which only holds 110 people. We start at 6. It, Dr. Clements will have an entire PowerPoint presentation that takes you through how the steal happens A to Z. If you care about elections, and you should, because everything you don't like what's happening right now with these gun bills including Oregon Firearms Federation's latest piece about the unconstitutional attacks on you and I as legitimate gun owners in the legislature, both Senate Bill 348, and then my namesake, Jason Krupp, who is a relative of mine, I don't know him, he's a leftist 
former prosecutor from Bend, has put together three bills, House Bills 2005, 2006, 2007, into one bill, 2005-1, including that you'll still be a criminal if you drive too close to a public building, quote-unquote, if you are an armed CHL holder. And he's added additional language. Said, nothing in this section prohibits the storage of a firearm in a locked vehicle in a parking lot or a parking facility that constitutes or is part of a public building, so long as the firearm is unloaded and locked in the trunk or the vehicle or in a locked container or any ammunition is not stored in the same trunk or the container as a firearm. Yes, which means it's absolutely useless. So, the scenario is simple as Oregon Firearms Federation points out. Should you ever find yourself in downtown Portland and need to park near a prohibited public building, pull over, take out your self-defense firearm, unload it, place the ammo somewhere, and lock the gun in your trunk if you have one. Pay no attention, they write, to the thugs and the junkies in Portland who will witness this display and make sure that you do it before you enter the parking lot because while your gun can be locked up in the parking lot, it's still a crime to have it loaded when you get there. And of course, they write, you'll still be a criminal if you pick up or drop off a friend or a family member at the airport, Portland airport. Another reason not to fly out of the Portland airport. Sorry, folks. So there you go, folks. This stuff is happening for two reasons. Because sadly, Republicans, as they point out, are doing nothing to stop it. Oh, yeah. They're going to stand up and they're going to pound their chest how much they care about our Second Amendment. You're right to defend yourself. Yes, they are. And in the end, they won't do anything about it. Other than vote for, against it, rather. Which is meaningless. Because they'll pass it over the tops of their heads. This is all because of elections. This is why your participation in recounting not just 2020 election results. Now, that's our, our opportunity before us right now. Polk County 2020 election results, the cast vote records. You can do it online. PolarisRecount.com. Sign up for it. Go to the Telegram page for Political Coffee Clatch, and you can learn about this. Now, again, none of this would be happening if the elections had been different. Do you know how your vote was counted? Do you even know if your vote was really counted? You know that your envelope was opened, but do you know if your vote was counted? Shamia Fagan wants to keep all of that hidden from you. And you know what? Republicans don't seem to care. Oh, and they're also going to put into place in Senate Bill 166 um, new provisions that say you can't harass. In other words, you can't ask questions of a county clerk 
because now that's harassment. Yes, threatening or harassing election workers, which is already on the law as misdemeanor. She wants to make it a Class C felony. Not because any incident has ever happened, but because she's trying to hide what they're doing. And they want to make it virtually impossible for us to do anything about it. Elections matter, folks. There's a Northwest Observer story about this. I'll have it up there. It says, Oregon election security gets flushed. Protections that are intended are actually destroying transparency. And they are. You see, it's relating to elections, but the catch line in summary says, explicitly guarantees electors right to vote and right to secret ballot. That sounds all good and wonderful, doesn't it? Except you start reading the language and you know better. They're hiding something. Why? You don't have to be a rocket science to find that out. It's sort of elemental. So when you're having a conversation, maybe a persuasive conversation with someone today, you might ask that question. Why would the Secretary of State make it harder for us to find things about elections? What is she hiding? 620 back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 22 minutes past the top of the hour. Yes, you can call and give me your opinion about why two Republicans on the Senate Rules Committee decided to vote in favor of Senate Bill 166. Tim Canope, Bill Hansel. They voted. It came out of there unanimously. Everybody voted for it. Why would Tim Canope and Bill Hansel, two Republican senators, want to give more power to Shamia Fagan to hide from us what is due us. That is the public record. We own it. Why would two Republicans do this? 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. Like the one I got from Jim. As if we're not already shocked and saddened. The heartless demons are siding with the shooter. He's talking about the Nashville school, you know, the transgender shooter. The shooter is the victim of the school's indoctrination and brainwashing. Ooh, they sucked me in another one of those freeling articles. Will I ever learn? Yeah. Good point. So, um, 
Here's the thing, friends. Oh, and by the way, there's a Federalist story today. The Department of Justice won't say if it will investigate the trans shooters' attacks on Christian schools as a hate crime. But we can guess what the answer is going to be. The manifesto, you know, that tells why is kind of being hidden. Kind of not. We need to see the whole thing. Merrick Garland refused to say in testimony in front of the Senate that if they would investigate this shooting as a quote-unquote hate crime. You see, hate crime legislation only applies to Republicans and white people. It was, and it is meant for one thing, to be used to stoke the fears of racism. Or in this case, the refusal to investigate it as transgender hate against you and I. And the despicable words that continue to be spouted by leftist people on social media. Oh, and by the way, you know what they did with social media of conservative commentators talking about the transgender Twitter suspends them oh, sorry can't talk about it it's hateful okay that's what we're up against folks I don't know if you have seen the video. I watched it uh, all the way through, but the body camera video of two of the officers that went in um, engaging with the shooter, clearing rooms, it is pretty riveting. Uh, there's nothing gory, but so there isn't blood splattered all over the place, that kind of thing. But it is a, in fact, there was, um, there was a Federalist story last night about um, how this really embarrasses the Uvalde excuses for why those cops didn't go in and stop that disaster because these cops did they got all their gear together and they got three of them and then more showed up immediately and they went in they didn't wait they engaged the shooter and they shot the shooter good for them anyway twitter banned the federalist ceo sean davis for reporting quote on the trans day of vengeance following the nashville shooting. Yes, the trans day of vengeance happens tomorrow, I think. But it's not a hate crime, is it? No, it's not. Let's go to our first caller. Caller, good morning. Hey, good morning. Hello? Are you there? Yeah, are you yeah. there? This is Rich. Hi, Rich. Hey, uh, Going back to the first part of your message there, since elections count, why do we on the uh, right always have these uh, bizarre candidates like 
Iverson, who sits on the fence in the house. Who's who's telling her to sit on the fence? I guess what I'm saying. Well, I'll tell you who. The big business Republican donors that don't want her to get into any of the social issues. Stay away from abortion. Stay away from the cultural things. Don't fight for family values. We don't care about all we care about is that you join with the Democrats and let bills happen that allow us as persecuted industries to still survive. That's what those are the conversations that happen behind the scenes. So I guess we have uh, elections matter. We have to do that in two minutes. Two, uh, I guess it'd be uh, paradigm shifts or venues or I don't know what the adjective is, but the first one is uh, you have to be careful on who the, who's on the election side for the, the right as well as uh, get out and vote. That's exactly right. And we have to win with MAGA, America First candidates, in the primaries and then drag the big business people kicking and screaming to our side in the general election. Thanks, Rich. 6.30, back in a moment. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 23 minutes before the top of the hour. Great to have you with us on Political Coffee. In a moment, we'll go back to the phones. Here's what we're talking about quickly. The continued fallout of the transgender murder of white Christian kids and one black adult. It's not a hate crime, apparently. And social media is censoring anybody who continues to talk about the trans day of vengeance which i guess is going ahead anyway they're going ahead with the major major um so-called protests that are going to happen all across the country and at the u.s supreme court yep that's what's going to happen more than tone deaf folks It isn't going to help their cause. You might, if you're having a persuasive conversation with somebody today, which is the whole point of this show, then you might just make that question, you know, that statement. Say, well, I mean, don't you think maybe the trans day of vengeance, nationwide protest, maybe they ought to just sort of step back from that for a few days and let the emotions settle down about this murder of these young children by a very sick transgender person. I bet you could have that conversation. We're also talking about how Shamia Fagan's bill to make it even harder for you and I as citizens to look at what we own. It's called public records, voting data, Senate Bill 166, and two Republicans voted for it out of the Senate committee, Senate Rules Committee, Tim Canope and Bill Hansel. Why would they do that? Why would they make it harder? 
because they don't care. They don't think there's a problem. They're just willing to accept the results of the elections. Well, those of us who know better aren't. If this is your opportunity, you can go online at polarisrecount.com and you can sign up to look at the cast vote records to learn how to do it from your home computer, how to look and analyze the cast vote records from Polk County, Oregon, from the 2020 election. You yourself. More about that, and we'll get to the phones in just a moment. Free with heating and air, folks, can keep you warm if you're not right now. Still kind of cold out there. It looks like, heck, they're even talking about a wintry snow mix next week. I can't wait for spring to get here in warmer temperatures. But in the meantime, if your system is not keeping up with you, why don't you call Freedom Heating and Air? They'll fix it for you right away. It's really simple. You just pick up the phone and call them. 503-580-1456. Let's go to the phones. Caller, good morning. Who are you? Hello, this is Fred Fenster. Hey, I don't think you take me first. Yeah, I'm... I, too, uh, say call the Polaris Recount. It's real easy. I did it on my Chromebook. You don't have to have a powerful computer. Uh, It just takes time. I listen to frankspeech.com while I'm looking at these ballots. And it's not hard. You just have to look. And I think there was like six to eight names that you... uh, Got to tell who's the president, who's the secretary of state. Um, It's kind of depressing sometimes when you go through and you see all these Democrat uh, voters, like one was for Shamia Fagan for secretary of state, and Ellen Rosenblum for attorney general. You say, how how can people think that way? but there are different people in the world. Well, they, so, so describe how, how it works, Fred. Describe what you, what the cast vote record looks at. I mean, you, you just kind of did. It, it shows you how people voted individually. So do you find that there's a mix of votes? So in other words, is, are, are, the, are the ballots you looked at, the cast vote images, are they everybody voting just for Democrats, or is there a mix of Democrat and Republican votes? There was only one that seemed to me to be a mix. I saved it off. It's a public record, so it's not like it's secret until, I guess, uh, 166 gets passed. But what it is, is it's just a PDF file of your uh, ballot, just like if you snapped a photo of your ballot before you sent it in. And you just scroll it up or down, left or right, and you say, "Say, oh, yeah, it looks like they voted for Donald Trump, or it looks like they voted for Joe Biden. And yes, normally it's all Democrat or all Republican. I did find one that voted for Joe Biden, but everything else was uh, for Republican Party candidates. And I did see one that Donald Trump and um, Kurt Schrader. Okay, you know, that could happen. That could be a good choice. 
Uh, the strangest one was one vote for Joe Biden and the four uh, measures. We had 107, 108, 109, and 110, but they didn't vote for any other candidates. Um, so Interesting. It, it, that was 50, 54 votes I looked at. Why, so they didn't vote for any why, candidates. They just voted for the measures. They voted for Joe Biden, no candidates, and uh, the four measures. Interesting. But All right. So, so one interesting anomaly. Yeah. So, how do then? So, so what's the fruit of of doing this then? Fred, so you're looking at, at how people actually voted. Do you then compare it with what? What the machine said? Oh, um, no, it's more simple than that. You're using your eyes to transfer and just say, uh, out of the five people for president, this is the one that was selected. And when you finish looking at those six races, you hit uh, finish. And it comes back up again, but in a tabulated form on the right-hand side with the ballot on the left-hand side. And you go through and say, oh, I, I missed one or, or oh, wait a minute, this is all Republican. Oh, I, I, when I clicked, I clicked one down and it took Joe Biden rather than Donald Trump. So you hit edit and you go back and you can uh, fix that one little mistake or you can add notes. There's notes for each race and then a general notes. And for me, I put the precinct number and the name precinct when it was in the other. They had like 118, 120, 136, 140, and uh, 154. Well, they had 156 and 140, but they didn't have 154. So I down in the general notes, I just say 154 precinct. Um, that was for somebody to look in the future to look at it. So I think basically what you're doing is you're being the human eyes in the boat tabulator, and you put it in a uh, – you, you're picking out and, and putting it in, and then the computer program tabulates that and sends it back up to uh, the server, the Polaris recount. So okay, thanks, like thanks, Fred. Uh, I appreciate you, by the way, sharing that with us, and also for putting that on the um, political coffee clutch Telegram page, which you uh, set up. It's all there for you, folks. Uh, I also will have PolarisRecount.com uh, the link to that up on the show plan today, which you can you can find at KSLM.news under local podcasts. Click on Political Coffee, today's show, and you'll be able to find it easily. Click on it. You can get signed up to quick, be a part of it. They have me, a training video. It's all very helpful. Yes. Uh, quick, can you tell me why Polk County and why this climate sky is coming to people's church at 6 p.m. on Sunday? Uh, I don't Clements? know why Polk County, because I know that there were several counties, including Multnomah County, that we got cast vote records to. Uh, so I don't know why it's uh, 
only Polk County. Maybe that's just the first opportunity to get started here. David, Dr. David Clements is coming to share with us from beginning to end how the election steal is accomplished. From the time that people are registered electronically. Remember, in Oregon, you can register to vote online and never prove who you are. Ever. Ever. You could be completely fictitious. And the Democrats keep passing laws here to make that easier. And now they're about ready to pass a law, as you've noted, Fred. Senate Bill 166 out of the Senate will have a shot to come against it in the House that makes it even harder for us to find the steal. That's why David Clements is coming Sunday night, 6 p.m. at the Rip Church in the chapel. Back in a moment. Thank you. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Ten minutes till the top of the hour, 503-589-1220 is the power of your GMC talk. Then we'll go right back into the phones in a momento. I want to thank Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations, for being one of our sponsors. RighteousRenovations.com. The man of faith, and he lives it, and how he works with you as his client. If you hire him to come in and do a remodel in your kitchen or maybe a bathroom, he's got some great before and after pics on his website, RighteousRenovations.com, and he has some very important customer testimonials. RighteousRenovations.com. Back to the phones. Caller, good morning. Who are you? I don't know who I am. Can you tell me? <laughs> uh, two, I, I got a comment here. Number one, Shamir Hagan swore to uphold the Constitution, and now she went bill path to squash our constitutional rights. Correct? If I'm wrong, Jeff, First Amendment allows us, as a free speech. If we have concerns, then we should be allowed to speak our opinions, uh, voice our concerns, and then also legally, uh, we have the right to have our grievance draft fairly. Uh, Hey, hey, are are you on a speakerphone? If you are, please uh, get off it and pick up the handset. Is that better, bud? Yeah, much better. Now okay, I, I'm sorry. I forgot. I forgot yeah, to yeah, take yeah. off that. Anyway, uh, what I said is number one, Shamia Fagan uh, took an oath to allow us the right, First Amendment right, free speech, and she promised to uphold our rights there. But now she wants to squelch our voice and our right to ask questions. And number two, to have our grievances addressed, 
uh, in a court of law and stuff. Jeff, you know, like you said, uh, when we vote, we should be able to present our uh, legal ID to prove who we are uh, so that nobody votes in our place or whatever. But they don't give a crap, period. And, and that's why Shamia Fagan needs to be held accountable for her actions and her, she is going against her oath because she wants bills to be passed uh, to deny us our legal rights. So don't you think the same uh, accountability ought to apply to Republicans like Senator Tim Canope and Senator Bill Hansel who voted for this travesty of justice against our constitutional rights? They voted yes for it out of committee. Don't you think they ought to be held accountable too? Well, heck yeah. I mean, you know. Do, do you I think mean, they're just unaware of the unconstitutionality of what they're voting for? Or may, or why why would they vote for it? You tell me. Do you have any idea, any guess? Well, no, I don't have any guess. But if I, Mr. Art, knows my legal rights and all that stuff, then, of course, Hansel and uh, Knope should also know what our rights are and not vote for anything that denies us those rights. Uh, Maybe they have some concerns uh, about cooked votes or whatever. They don't want this stuff to be exposed. I have I have no idea, Jeff, but obviously uh, they haven't read their constitution and don't give a rat about our rights as Oregonians. Yep. Can't say uh, any more than that. You're right. They all need to be held accountable. Shamia Fagan for bringing this garbage forward and for those Republicans that are voting in favor of it and will tomorrow. We'll see if anybody stands up on the floor of the Senate today, because it's going to be voted on today by the full Senate and say anything about it. Art, thank you. I want to thank um, Jeff Jeff. um, Kubler for sending me the text message about Tucker Carlson's piece last night about how trans, the trans movement is targeting Christians. He also said that, well, he called for a tox screen of mass killers to reveal what pharmaceuticals they're taking. Now, Laura Ingram also alluded to this last night because the chief of police said that this is that the that the killer, the transvestite murderer was under care. Okay. What kind of care? I'll tell you. And and then you get just some headlines for you folks from the Gateway Pundit. The fake Democrat governor of Arizona, her press secretary calls for more violence against transphobes just hours after the tranny mass shooter murders kids. Joe Biden, I don't know if you've seen the, the clip of him, laughs and cracks a joke when he asks if he believes Christians were targeted in the Nashville shooting. 
Oh, and, and there's more, folks. Tucker said the trans community is the mirror image of Christianity and therefore its enemy. What? Trans ideology claims dominion over nature itself. There's another gateway pundit story. What are they afraid of? The LGBTQ groups try to block release of the Trans Nashville Shooters Manifesto. Yeah, they are. Oh, and there's more. Biden made multiple false statements about guns and Second Amendment after the Covenant school shooting. Twitter restricted Marjorie Taylor Greene's account after she shares info about the trans day of vengeance. Franklin Graham, son of Billy Graham, issued a powerful statement after the Christian school massacre. Quote, the evil certainly wasn't in the weapon, but it was in the heart. And then another story. The science is settled. Trans people undergoing female to male testosterone injections experience increased rage and aggression. And yes, the Trans Day of Vengeance rallies will happen and take place at the Supreme Court this weekend. And what did Jane Fonda say? Hanoi Jane called for the murder of Christian and pro-lifers. Remember that? Oh, she said it was just a joke. And it isn't interesting how the FBI and the director, Chris Ray missed the Nashville school shooters manifesto and final messages posted before the shooting, but was instead focusing on the same day of empowering female officers in diversity. Yeah, elections matter, folks. None of that would be happening. Neither the restrictions that are coming to us in Oregon on our guns. If elections were secure. Thanks to all of you. Sorry, Mo, I didn't get to your email today and some of the others. It was a good one. I appreciate it. Back tomorrow, friends. I hope you are. Too.